So I was uh I was watching baseball this weekend and uh it's kind of just in and out doing chores around the house, so I wasn't really uh paying uh too much uh attention. Um I thought it was weird. Um I thought I was watching MLB it, but it turns out it was T ball uh for an inning. Um because <laughs> There was a professional baseball player by a uh, by the name of uh, Harvey Baez, um, <laughs> and uh, he forgot um, how many outs there were. Yeah. Um, so he makes twenty five million dollars a year. Twenty two this year. Okay. Um, Still, three mil is not going to make a difference here um, when they teach the fundamentals of this in T ball. Um, so you being our resident Detroit slappy, I just would like to get your thoughts on, um, what transpired because before this game, uh, there was a couple brutal mistakes running the bases the game before. And then this guy comes out and, uh, hits a ringing double. Yeah. Um, just hot dogging it out of the box. Attempt it. Yeah. I thought it was going over. He doesn't have laddie power. He <laughs> thinks he does. Does not. So <clears throat> he's just uh, turtling it to uh, second there. Forgets how many outs there are. Um, and then an easy fly ball to center field. Takes off immediately for third, the crack of the bat. And then he gets to third before he re- – like I'm pretty sure the ball gets to second before he realizes that it's a uh, – it's there's only one out. Did you notice that when he – Got doubled. It almost looked like so when he raised his hands, it almost looked like he was gonna yell at the third base coach. Yeah, the third or, no, base I, coach I, is probably actually, like, or I actually think he like did yell at the third base coach. The best part was Akil Badu hits the the fly ball to center field. And he's like, get back. <laughs> he's like, if you watch the replay, it's actually it's actually comical because Badu is like dumbfounded. <laughs> he's like, get back. And he's motioning with his hands. And then Javi's got his hands up in the air, like screaming at the third base coach. But it's okay because his explanation, it, it, it calmed all of our anxieties and it, it got us all right. He righted the ship. It's okay. Well, what was that? What did he say? Well, it's so hard to remember the count and the order. I'm so used to batting third, but they had me batting sixth tonight. So I was just confused. Usually I'm the third guy at bat when there's already two outs. So I got confused because I was batting sixth. <laughs> Again, knowing your spot in the order, remembering who you're, who you're hitting behind is T-ball stuff. Also, are you that zoned out of the game that you don't know? Like, Yes, he is. Like, And you saw it last year. The, the man clearly – Shocking to the, me. The man clearly doesn't want to be in Detroit. It, it's so clear. Like last last year, routine ground ball, they're in New York. Routine ground ball, and he – it almost looked like he forgot how to feel the baseball. You could tell, like, his thought process was going, okay, we're going to second, then we're going to first. So he picks the ball up. First he bobbles it, picks the ball up, forgets to go to second, pumps then to go to second, then pumps to go to first, now both runners are safe. <laughs> That was one of twenty six errors last of yet last uh, year. Yeah, he was churning them out last year. Right? Okay, he was giving away like they were candy. <clears throat> I've promised that I wouldn't get emotional and yell and scream 
that was for a different pod. I'm not going to yell and scream because I think I'm more. What's the word? I'm not angry. Like I'm uh, just disappointed. Yeah, but there's another word. Like I, oh, I, I pity Javier Baez. I mean, I do and I don't. The man makes $22 million. To do that. To do that. I could it's do an that. an absolute sham. I. So we're at the game Saturday, Justice and I. And I'm the whole time like going there, I'm just thinking like his first at bat, like he's batting third that game. He got his, his first wish. at bat. Like, what, what are we gonna do as fan base? Like, are we all gonna boo him? So he plays the music, and they, he he walks out to home plate, and no booze, but like dead silent, like not any. I don't, I don't even think I, I don't ever remember like a, a player never getting some like cheers at home. So this is at, at home. home too, it's right? At home, so it's like <laughs> it's like pretty quiet in the ballpark, mind you. It's not a sellout or anything, but. <clears throat> Still, you think so? Anyways, ends up strikeout looking. For context here, this is the series after the Blue Jays after, series. Yeah, after the he, uh, did the uh, unthinkable. He <laughs> should get charged with an error for that. Honestly, even though he's not in the field. No, I know. So he uh, strikes out looking, and then the booze. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it was comical. <laughs> but like, <clears throat> even his fielding, like it doesn't even look like he's even trying in the field. He'll make a spectacular play here and there. He and Bo are, are so similar where <laughs> they'll make an absolute fantastic play, and you're like, holy smokes, there it is. And then when it comes to a routine ground ball, you're like, oh, where are you throwing? Yeah. Right? So ah, I did some research on Javier because I wanted to know, at $22 million, what could $22 million a season get us? Or – and then I went a step further. The way that he's playing and the numbers he's putting up last year, this year, what caliber of player, like what shortstop are we getting in that area? Let me di- deep dive here a little bit. So <clears throat> he makes $22 million, we said, right? This year, yeah. This year, right. Okay. I'm going to pull up a player's name. So first off, let me get you – let's all go by numbers from last year. It's so early in the season right now. He is batting like poop, but let's go last year's stats. Is that okay? Can we do that as a <clears throat> just looking at last year and this year? Sure. Last year, Harvey, the reason why we call him Harvey, Harvey, I think for you and I, he's just so two faced <laughs> and it's fitting. <clears throat> Number two, Javier. Uh, never mind. <laughs> so games played 144 last year okay 550 sorry 555 at bats 132 hits decent number right you'd say with a batting average of 238 and on base percentage so this is walks and hits 278 a slugging percentage of 393 and an ops of 671 not good. <clears throat> so what is your what number are you looking at? I like if if I'm getting so if, if I'm paying a player $22 million, correct me if I'm wrong, Jared. My thinking is if I'm paying a guy $22 million or north of $25 million, I want an at, at least an eight 
OPS. Now, here is where I'm going to disagree. Now, if he is an elite glove, but an average fielder, let's say 700, mid 700, sorry, mid average, uh, average hitter. So if he's an elite glove, average hitter. So if he's a mid 700s guy, I can live with that if he's going to bring me gold glove defense. That would make sense in a $20 million player. But this guy's not even bringing you league average hitting. Or league average fielding. He led the majors last year with 26 errors. Yeah. So when we signed him, it was, oh, we're getting El Mago. We're getting Javier Baez from 2016. Okay, let me just go by. I like to look at OPS. On base plus slugging is what that means. Okay, I like to look at OPS because that's kind of a well-rounded stat where you're getting both your slugging and your on-base percentage. The more times you can get on on base, whether it's a walk or a hit, runs can be generated. I know things can happen, double plays, all that stuff. But if you're on base or you're getting guys – or there's men on base and you're getting on, people get moving. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I look at OPS as a big step for me, okay? So let me just – let's go down the list here because people are saying that we were getting Javier Baez from uh, 2016. The highest OPS he's ever had was actually the year before we signed him at 886. Eight, a .886 slugging percentage with a batting average of 299. So I can see why he was touted – as one of the best or better shortstops, but he was the fifth best. My thing as well. Sorry, I know. No, no, no. This guy. Look at the year before that. When he was with Chicago? Yeah. Right. 248, <laughs> 292 OBP, a 484 slugging, and a 775 OPS. Yeah. He was a contract year. Plus, he was also, he went from Chicago, the Dumpster fire of the league to the Mets halfway through the year. Yeah. Or he's cushioned. So, anyways, we look at those stats from last year. 278 OBP, a 238 batting average, 671 OPS. I'm going to give you a player right now who has pretty close to the same amount of money. Or, sorry, same amount of numbers, but makes... Like a quarter of the price. But he's giving you elite fielding. Miguel Rojas of the Miami Marlins last year. He's now playing for the Dodgers. Yeah. These are his stats from last year, okay? Batting average, 236. Javi's was 238. Okay? OBP, 283 for for Rojas. Miggy had – or sorry, Miggy. We'll get to him. (laughs) (laughs) Javi had a – a 278. Rojas has, oh boy, I lost it. Rojas has a ba, 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 slugging percentage of 323. Javi had a 339. It, it was higher. And then his OPS is lower than Javi's. But that's making $5.5 million. So roughly 20 mil less, and you're getting the same bat. With better feeling. With way better feeling. <laughs> now I'll take it up a, a I'll take it up a notch and I'll give you a player who's on pretty much the same level as Javier Baez. Are you ready for this? 
J.P. Crawford of the Seattle Mariners. Better fielder than Javier Baez last year, and he's giving me the same potential in hitting. 260 batting average. Javier Baez, 238. 339 OBP. Javier Baez, 278. Slugging percentage, 360. Javier Baez, 393. OPS, 675. Javier Baez, 671. And here's the kicker. The amount of money that they were paying, the amount of money that they were paying J.P. Crawford was $5 million last year. He just got an extension because he was out of his rookie contract. But that's at $5 million. He now makes 10. <laughs> but you see, he made five. He now makes 10. Javier Baez makes $22 million and doesn't even try. For me, body language is huge. Oh, big time. You can see on that guy that he just is there for a paycheck. That's it. Oh, absolutely. It's just, it's it's crazy, man. Like, I just, I don't understand. I mean, I I get it. Their thinking is, well, we've got him signed for so much money. We can't just get rid of him. Why? Or why do you have to bat him at third? And because he made a mistake, or not mistake, but because he was sucking at the plate, then you move him to six. But then he, he's thinking forgets where his spot in the order is. So then, oh, we better put him back at third. Like It, it makes no sense. A.J. Hinch benches him, but then brings him back the next game, and he's batting fourth. <laughs> and it's like, this makes no sense. And then A.J. Hinch goes, you know, Javi was just – he was just kind of the guy, right? Like, we were all – it was all terrible base running. We we're all making mistakes. And unfortunately, Javier made that one mistake and I had to bench him. So you're, you're enabling it, AJ. And you then say, well, you know, it's so hard having him out of the lineup because he's one of our most potent uh, bats in the lineup. Since when? Yeah, not when you're hitting a buck. He has not been a potent <laughs> bat since he got to Detroit. Yeah. And I hate you get these oh, – I hate using the word dumb – you get these fans that are so ridiculous and they'll stick up for anybody. Well, you know, he can't help it. He just can't help laying off the first pitch. Baloney. Baloney. I don't think any pitcher throws him a first pitch fastball. Like never, not one time. Because they know he's going to chase a slider away. So that's all yeah. they throw. One of my favorite <laughs> players, I didn't get to watch him much, but you watch, you look at highlights. He's been one of my favorite coaches. He's now your bench coach. The Don, he, it was almost like that That man never – Joe Maurer did it as well. The bat just stood on the – it stayed on the shoulder for the first pitch. It's like they never took a swing at the first pitch, and it was just – that was their repertoire. Well, you got Javi here. It don't matter where the ball is, he's swinging at the first one. Now, there is something to be said – um, for free swingers. I'll give you an example of a free swinger that it works for. Now, we're not going to talk about the glove because that's something different. Um, he's runner-up to Javi in the air department last year. Oh, Mr. 23. Yeah, Mr. Bulbachet. Now, he is a free swinging hacker. Yep. Now, the past two years, he's led the American League in hits, though. So, 
that's the potential of what he could be. It's just, I don't know if it's a lack of focus or a lack of skill, but when Bo reaches for pitches, he almost always gets them and at least can get a, a piece of them to foul them off, even when they're like eight inches off the plate. Yeah. So Fangraphs listed like the top 21 shortstops, like hitting shortstops from last year. And um, where do you think Javi comes in on the list? What's this a ranking of? Anything. Overall shortstop? Like like overall shortstop, yeah. My list, probably I would put him uh, 21. So he's ranked 18. Close. So here's – one to twenty-one, ready? And then I'm gonna ask you, because I already know my answer. The man that we all wanted, every Detroit fan wanted, every Detroit fan thought it was a match made in heaven because we had this old manager here in Detroit. Literally, we thought it was a done deal. You had photos flying off the wazoo with them two at breakfast. Carlos Correa is ranked number one here, fan graphs. Okay. Boy, it would be, a, I think, a different story if he he were I think he's a bit of a prima donna as well, too, but he's not to the same extreme he, as Hawk. It's fine if you have that personality, but you back it up with your play. Bo's got, Bo's got the same sort of toot about him. But oh, yeah, if you're leading the American League in hits for the past two years, you get a pass in my book. Yeah. So here it is. <clears throat> One to 21. Correa, Xander Bogarts, Bo Bichette, Trey Turner, Francisco Lindor. Corey Seager, Dansby Swanson, Willie Adamas, Tommy Edmond, Nico Horner. Oh, I'm going to botch his name. I'm sorry. Ha Seong Kim. Yep. Elvis, Arant, uh, Elvis Andrews, J.P. Crawford. He's Amad still alive? <laughs> yeah, I know. Elvis Andrews. He's ranked wow. 12th. Amad <clears throat> Rosario, Jeremy Pena, Bobby Witt Jr. By the way, those are two rookies. <laughs> Kyle Farmer. You ever heard of him before? He's in Cincy. <laughs> Javier Baez at 18, Isaiah Kiner-Falafa, Jorge Mateo, Miguel Rojas. I take every one of those shortstops over Javier Baez. How he's at 18, I have no idea. It's only because of his slugging percentage. His slugging percentage of a 393. That's the only reason. You have to make contact with the ball to have a good slugging percentage, though. Dude, it's an absolute (laughs) shame. And then I got to thinking... I'm at the point right now where, again, like, I'm not – like, yes, I'm passionate about this baseball team, and I, I don't know why, Jared. I really don't. I went to the game. It was fun being there with my son. They had to come back. It was cool. You were, like, this close to being a Blue Jays fan. I, I remember. Rogers. You came out to everybody. Rogers screwed it. Yep. You can't, I can't watch them. I, they physically won't let me watch them on That's MLB fair. TV. That's fair. And I, I refused then to go and buy their subscription. Because so, then you end up buying three subscriptions for you one. You have to, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. So then I got to thinking, I know what I want the Tigers to do. I want them to take Javier Baez, put him in a cannon, and launch that man as far as you can like shoot him. And I want to eat the money. I, I want him gone. I want him off this ball club because watching – Remember, he's such a potent, he's such a potent bat, right, in this lineup. So what do you think watching Javier Baez is at bats is gonna do to Torque? What do you think it's gonna do to Riley Green? What do you think it's gonna do to Nick Matten? 
And all these young kids that are coming up and show potential, Kerry Carpenter. And what I want to do is I want to – let's go – we look like an expansion team anyway. So let's go full expansion team and let's just bring up all these young kids in the in the minors and let's let them play. Andy Abania is just ripping the, the cover off the ball down in AAA. Plays first, can play third. Uh, Justin Henry Malloy, he's 21 years old. The kid is absolutely – I think he's uh, – let me pull up his stats here from AAA. The kid's an absolute stud. He can come up, play third. You got Nick Madden. He can go. He can play uh, some shortstop. Zach McKinstry's there. Like, I just – I want him gone, and I want – bring up these these young kids, and let's see what they can do. It's going to be more fun than watching Javier Baez hack at the slider down low. You've never been able to hit that pitch in your career. I don't understand why you're still doing it. Makes zero sense. Yeah, that's tough. Like, thank goodness the Miguel Cabrera's contract is off the books. One more year, buddy. Thank goodness Jonathan Scope's contract is off the books next year. One can only hope that Erod opts out. Right? And then we're stuck. Like, we're stuck with bias for another four years after this year. He's got an opt-out after this year, but if he has a bum year, he would be stupid to uh, opt-out. Like, like, where's Chris Illich in all this? Sleeping. Well, clearly... Eating hot dogs. Clearly, he could... I don't even think he's in the ballpark. I don't even think he's anywhere near this team. Like, you clearly don't care about baseball or your fan base if this is the team that you're trying out. And you said out of your mouth last year, the rebuild's 100% over. 100% over. How do you say that? Because you have no idea what you're doing. You have no clue about the sport. It's like Rogers coming out the first year Vladdy is up going, yeah, rebuild's done. Uh, not quite. <laughs> You employed an imbecile to do his job for seven years. Do you know what's crazy? Justin Henry Malloy, the kid's a stud. He came over in the Joe Jimenez trade with Atlanta. He became, I think, their top, he's in their top five prospects right now. The Tigers. The Tigers. <laughs> oh. It's just sad, man. I, I don't even know. I don't even know. It, it's craziness. Crazy, crazy, craziness. But this is the team. This is the team we have, and unfortunately, they're not going to do anything. I know the Tigers, to a fault, they're loyal to players, and the way that this thing is trending, he is going to become the most hated Detroit Tigers player, or if it keeps trending, he could be the most hated Detroit sports player. And there's a lot on that list. <laughs> I just, I don't understand it, man. I don't understand it. Oh, just a boob. I'd like to, uh, you got anything else on uh, Harvey there? No, I want to, real quick, I'm going to give you. 
I'm going to give you Henry Malloy's stats. 47 nice. at-bats, 12 runs, 18 hits, uh, 23 total bases, two doubles, one home run, nine RBIs, 15 uh, walks, 11 strikeouts, with a 383 uh, batting average, a 547 OBP, 49 slugging percentage, and a 1.036 OPS. Yeah, let's get that kid up. He's ready. Oh, but he's too young. What about Torque and Green? Yeah, what about Torque and Green? Torque <laughs> needs to be down, man. The kid's feeling is amazing. His bat, holy smokes, he needs to go down and get something right. Just hit off the tee. Just <clears throat> try aiming up instead of in the ground. I just <laughs> I'm depressed now. <laughs> but let's uh let's end on a uh, a positive note here. Talk about my Blue Jays, who are just killing it right now. Now, uh, they uh, they Jimmy whipped the Tigers there, except for the last game, okay? But they've uh, won uh, four straight series after losing the first one in uh, St. Louis. They've I was rooting for Tampa. Pretty good. I wanted Tampa to get the 14th win in a row. Get out of here. Oh, I did. I, I, I don't want Milwaukee. They're going to be tied in Milwaukee. Barrios and Kikuchi aren't letting that happen, man. <laughs> No way. Kikuchi looks good, man. I'm serious. Keep chirping this guy. Yeah. He has to be listening. He's incredible. He's pitched. He's, he's had best... almost double-digit punchies. He's been, he's been your best pitcher, man. <laughs> Most by consistent, far, at by least. Far. Manoa is kind of scaring me. Oh. He has not found the strike zone on any fastball yet. And, those guys uh, were on to something. Maybe he will have like a, a 40 or a... I just... How? That is such a steep drop-off from a less than three. I don't know. I don't know how Fangraphs yeah. predicts that stuff, man. They also haven't really played Boston sense. yet. I feel like when he, when they play Boston, he's going to get his mojo back. Cool. He's going to yeah. see Verdugo. And... They start out in St. Louis, and then they have to go to L.A., and they get Kansas City sprinkled in there, okay? Tampa Bay, Toronto was the first hard team they had to play against. Yeah. Why? They played Tigers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> quad A ball club. Like, come on. Yeah. I really enjoyed watching Kevin Kiermeyer scale the wall and rob that poor Tigers batter of a home run. <sighs> See, he did carry. Why did it have to be Kerry? Kerry Carpenter's such a good player. That kid was spraying the ball all over, and Kevin was like underneath it every time. I think in the same game, he caught two. Deep fly balls, and one of them was just a robbery of a home run. He that went out in cool. the series, though, didn't he? Yeah, no. Did I, he pop one off in the series? Yeah, probably off Manoa. I think it was. <laughs> he um, he's been the brightest spot this whole season for the Tigers. Him and that Madden kid, that Madden Actually, kid, Madden too. He looked really good in that uh, J series. He's good defense too. He plays good defense. Yeah, those two have been like honestly, those two have been the brightest spots. Riley Green looks bad. Torque looks bad. <laughs> It all looks bad. <laughs> Although Jake Rogers, too. You can't go wrong with that stash. And we actually might have – that's such a beautiful thing. We might actually have, like, a, a bullpen. Foley, uh, Lang, the Shriver kid. That one game they were ahead of. And what are oh, they – against Toronto? Yeah. What, what's That was the first Wing, game, I'm pretty sure, Wing, they were ahead. Wingeter? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to have We're going to have Lang come in. Let's say JHJ. I just you gotta love him. <laughs> so what what we're gonna do is we're gonna have Lang come in against the eight nine one batters. 
no problem. He's going to do his business, which he did. Three up, three down. 12 pitches. See ya. Then we're going to bring the kid in that struggled all year. He's <laughs> given up hard <laughs> contact all year. And we're going to bring him in. Two, three, four. Against the Toronto Blue Jays. Huh? Walk. Hit batter. Walk. Walk. I know. Sure was walk, walk, walk. <laughs> Walk it out. And it was just like, are you <laughs> kidding me? Why did we not flip those two? Or that Shriver kid, why didn't we put him in the ninth? He mowed through the why not batters that they put in, in front of him. Eighth? Lang in the ninth. Lang is your closer. I don't care if you don't like it. I don't care if he doesn't like it. He is your best pitcher. He's, excuse me, he's got the best stuff out of the pen. I know people always complain about usage of pitchers but your best pitcher your closer needs to be pitching the ninth i don't care if it's against seven eight nine batters one two three he needs to be pitching the ninth that game so that same game we blew the save bottom of the ninth who comes in sorry oh what been when did romano come in because romano came in that game. When did he come in? I'm mixing up games here. Like, I think he probably came in the ninth that game. Maybe. Anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Your lineup is far superior to the Tigers. Okay, let me just put it that way. Let's see if I can find it for you. But uh, Bo looks good this year. Vladdy's Vladdy. Barsho looks fun. Kiermaier's, I think, been the best uh, – He's kind of been like the brightest star coming out of this uh, whole thing here. Kiermaier's been ripping the ball. It's unreal. And he's playing crazy defense. Yeah, no. Love me some KK. He's a good player. Good pro. Definitely. He gets after it. So about that game, the Jays did walk him off in the 10th. So Romano pitched the top of the 10th with the runner on second. Yes. And... Pinched a clean sheet. He gave up a walk, but didn't matter. He got out. Um, no hits, no punchies, no run runs. And then with Danny Jansen on second, he was the last batter in the ninth. Yo, that's right. Kiermeyer bunted to the first base side, moved him over, and then Springer hit a dribbler up uh, center field, and uh, that's your ball game. But to go to your point, Romano was pitching the high leverage there because the top of the ninth, Toronto needed a hold like a Swanson, uh, Jimmy Garcia, somebody to just keep the game where it's at. Yeah. But you bring your, your guy on when you need. And that's Alex Lang <clears throat> and AJ Hinge cost them that game. Yeah. I mean, obviously winter stunk. Needs to find the strike zone. But it's like AJ in what world is him pitching to the two, three, four a good idea? Oh, you know, I just, I've watched this kid enough this year to know, I don't know if he's got it right now. I just, I don't. But I, like I said, I like some pieces that we do have. We found that Foley kid, that Shriver, Lang. Those are three good pieces. The Tigers were up three to one. Yes. You're gonna make me relive this the ninth inning. No, I'm just saying it's like that's a 
pretty serious save situation. I don't know why you're not bringing on your closer. No, eight nine one. <laughs> eight nine one, the bottom of the eighth. That's where we're pitching them. That's it. That's all. That's final. My name's AJ Hinch, and because I won the World Series in 2017 due to cheating, I think I'm the best ever. <laughs> that's it. That's all. That's final. Oh, jeez. It's gonna be a lot of this this year because it's it's gonna be a growing year for you in more ways. A than growing one. year? I've had seven years no, of this garbage. You. You're gonna grow in some patience this year. Buddy. I've had seven <laughs> years of this garbo. And what do we got to show for it? We had to go and steal a prospect from Atlanta just to try to get him in the top five. Uh you just I don't think you stole him. He gave him yeah, they gave we him didn't away. steal him, but yeah. Yeah. I like this Scotty Harris guy. I think he's doing a decent job. But again, though, like he this is year zero of the rebuild. This isn't even year one. You you can't judge anything he does based on what he is just looking at what he's got. And he came out and he said that to all the fan base. He said, I'm sorry. Basically, he said, I'm sorry. I know what you guys have endured for the last like seven years, but this is I gotta come in here and I gotta evaluate everything. I gotta see what we have, I gotta see what we don't have. But what I'm seeing from him already, and he is true to his word so far, he said, we need guys that are going to command a strike zone, that are going to make pitchers pitch, we're going to take pitches, no more of these three pitch at bats, like obviously other than Harvey, but (laughs) we need to work counts. And you're seeing it with these young kids that he's brought in. So in three trades, we're already seeing – so Justin Henry Malloy, he's down at AAA. He came over the Yemenes trade. Veerling, Maton, or Matten, Mr. Wolf, and uh, they got a catcher that's down in the minors. But they're up right now, and they're showing it. Multi, they can play multi positions. They can. They got speed. They've got pop, but they work a count. So you're seeing that. And then Zach McKinstry from the Cubs. So, I understand what he's doing. Oh, sorry, sorry. I know you want to talk Blue Jays. You have, no, I'll give you, no, 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 keep it going. I'll buddy. give you all the time. I wanted to say one thing to you. One thing that I was so interested to see when I went to the game on Saturday was the new walls that they put up. It's so on-brand Tigers. Picture the celebrity softball game at the All-Star game. That's what it looks like. Oh. Cheap, <laughs> an afterthought. Whoops. Uh, yeah, kind of. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess we can do that. <laughs> it looks so bad. Oh, I'm going for the J series. I can't wait. <laughs> it looks – and, dude, they made the 2023 San Francisco Giants look like the Yankees in the prime, the Bronx Bombers. I think, I think it was your th- three or four home runs that the Giants hit, and they were not – if we had the regular walls, none of them are home runs. None. <laughs> they're either hitting off the wall or they're short of the wall. But no, hey, yes, my name's Chris Hillich, and I think I know everything about baseball. So what we're going to do is this has been the whole problem the whole time. We're going to bring the walls in, and then we're going to shrink them. And then our boys are going to be able to get that ball out of the yard. No, Chris. It's been the other team. So I'd love to, if I had time right, I'd pull up the stat. I'd love to see how many home runs 
the Tigers have hit at home and away. Because I can already tell you, in the Boston series, stinking, uh, they made Adam Duvall look like stinking uh, Barry Bonds. I'm pretty sure he went deep for three. The Giants had three or four in the game I went to. Oh, it's been it's been so sad, dude. It's and the Tigers have like three. <laughs> I feel like that was the thing he didn't really realize was that it helps the opposing batters as well. Because that's what they said. If you don't have the pitching, it's gonna not help you out. Dude, it's literally like watching batting practice. Like I was nervous for the Blue Jays doing it. Yeah. And like they have a far superior pitching staff to the Tigers. But you also have a major league lineup. Fair. <laughs> with yeah. with hitters. Okay. I, uh I don't think Javi Baez would be cracking this Blue Jays lineup, even at second base. Ugh. I'd yeah. rather Whit Merrifield right now, I'll be honest. So that's me too. But that's so that's the thing. I um so I'd rather have Espinal come to Detroit and play short. That's where I'm at. <laughs> okay, but that's the thing. It's like, okay, for the production we're getting from Javi, we could just go down to the minors and, and find someone. They give you the better, they would at least get you league average fielding, and they would get you below average hitting. That's what Javi's doing. Put him in the nine hole. So why in the heck is Javier Baez batting third? The guy's stats, he should at least be seventh, eighth, ninth on a lineup. Oh, but he's the most potent bat. He's one of the most potent bats in our lineup. AJ, do you th- honestly think that? And do you honestly? Th- so the other most potent bat in your lineup, you're going to say is Miggy? Sure, he came up clutch with a little single, <laughs> a blooper up the middle. <clears throat> they did that guy dirty, man. This is embarrassing. Like, you play once every series, and you, you're not playing a position anymore. You're a waste of a roster spot. He has been for, I'm sorry, like four or five years. Yeah, probably since 2018, I'd say, was the last time he was at least close to relevant. Yeah, I know. It's six home runs last year, dude. <sighs> yeah, that's, sad. that's your triple crown winner. <laughs> One of them was against the Jays. <laughs> So he hit 500. He hit it against the Jays. No, it was two years ago. Oh, wow. Last year was 3,000 hits. Freaking COVID. It's such a sad state. We are going to be – I got to put my head down, and I can't think that it's, oh, Scott Harris is going to be able to you know, work his magic, and this is going to be a three-year rebuild. Like, I'm sorry, even the best musician – or musician. Him too. Even the best magician couldn't pull something out of his butt to get this thing in three years running. Oh, they do have one though. His name is El Mago. Yep, ship him. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Before Bryce has uh, any more uh, aneurysm to talk about the Tigers, we gotta we gotta save some of this for the rest of the season because sure, there's gonna be a lot. Yeah, you're gonna have a lot more to say. There's 162 games and they played what? 12? He's already steaming. Uh, you know what it is? I, I have with my MLB TV subscription and came that uh, minor league baseball. I think I'm just going to deep dive the Toledo Mudheads. I, I want to see what we have in, in the minors. Do some pre scouting for uh, Scotty there, your boy. Maybe I should just email him. Yeah. Bring him up. Just let him know what you got. Bring him up. <laughs> 
he's busy. He's we worried about hot dogs nothing. and stuff. Yeah. Hey, bud. Yeah. yeah nothing down here. It's no matter. <laughs> Time to go to the grocery store. <laughs> you know what? I'm excited to see what he's going to do in his first draft. Yeah. The Tigers got a, a decently. Oh, no. They're doing a lottery for the first time. Son of a nutcracker! <laughs> Are you kidding me? If he was oh, last party oh, gift. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. We're going to end up picking 10. <laughs> oh, oh. No. Oh, that's funny. It's not funny. I think it's the four picks. It's three or four picks, something like that. Oh and, my gosh. And the Oakland A's are locking into one of them for sure. So you don't get one of those. No, but it's from last year. Oh shit. It's, it's, it's from last year's. Oh, that's right. It's not from this year's. Dang. Yeah, so, you're gonna have to wait a bit to see. They would have nice been draft. like they would have been like close to the bottom. Last year they were so bad. But honestly though, do they win 60 games this year? Come on. Is Scooble have TJ or is he going to be back this year? He's on the 60-day DL with like a shoulder injury. Okay, so he potentially will be back Hopefully. this year. Hopefully. Okay. Mize is gone the whole year. Yeah, he's the one that got Manning fractured his toe. <clears throat> so he'll be back soon. He was pitching well until that happened. That was the first time Manning and Erod were the first time this year that a, a Tiger starter went six innings. Erod and Manning were both dealing against the Jays. They couldn't get anything going until the bullpen came in. The best thing we could hope for is Erod absolutely catches fire before the deadline, and we ship him. And by some act of God, Javier Baez turns into Javier Baez from 2019, 2020, when he played for the Mets. We ship him off, too. Honestly, you need him to have like a hot month, hit like 300 or 400 in a month, and then just shop him. Get like a C prospect for him. Yeah, anything. Yeah, I think I think Stick a water boy right now. Yeah, <laughs> for real. I know. I think I think. Scott Can we Harris take a is... case of water? <laughs> Aquafina is what we're selling in the ball club. Can we get a case of Aquafina for? Oh, jeez. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> Don't even worry about the Miller Light. We just want the Aquafina. It's probably cheaper. You know what? And on that note, I think it's gonna do it for us here at. Uh, D and D. We're gonna do some uh, breathing exercises here. <laughs> Get through the next uh, 150 for your boy Bryce. Oh, they're so bad. Thank you so much for uh, listening, guys. Um, we appreciate you. Oh, this is therapeutic. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's already in a different state. This is nice. <laughs> Hey, we're like a week and a half away. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's go, Lions. Four down the field, baby. Thanks, guys.